Welcome to the Voyage ATL podcast, where we interview and feature the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs from in and around the Atlanta area. Our host, Madison, is hosting a panel with a few of our content partners, and content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from sponsoring our mission to spreading the word about the work that we do and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am with Voyage Magazine, and I am so excited to be interviewing these three incredible female entrepreneurs today, chatting a little bit more about starting, funding, and scaling a business, as well as building a brand and understanding work-life balance. I'm so excited to ask you a couple of questions and get to know you all a little bit more in depth. So I'd love if we could start off with introducing ourselves and sharing a little bit about your companies. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go. I'm Cheryl Henderson of Dynamic Beauty and Supply, LLC. I'm the owner and also the Dynamic Beauty brand where we specialize in cosmetics. We have a full cosmetics line, organic and vegan free, as well as a skincare line, also organic and natural, as well as body shapers, primarily Bajas uh, for postpartum and post-surgical and waist trainers based right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Amazing. All right, who's next? I'll go next. Um, I am Sunita Griswell, two-time founder and CEO of St. Cloud Beauty and 88th and Co. Consulting. 88th and Co. Consulting is a business strategy consulting firm where we specialize in helping founders go from idea to activation. So helping out with that launch strategy and really bringing that passion and idea to the market for any industry, any field. Um, but we love working with product-based businesses. So, And I'm also based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, my name is Jerrica Griffin. I am the owner of the Space Design Company based out here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am a cinematic film and design studio, interior design studio here in Atlanta. So if you're looking for the custom home layout for your business or your home, I am definitely your girl. Make sure you follow me at the underscore space designs on TikTok and Instagram. I look forward to chatting with y'all real soon. Amazing. All right. Well, let's dive right in. My biggest question and something that I am figuring out as a young female entrepreneur myself, how were you able to fund your business initially and what resources would you share with someone like myself? So I was able to fund my business. I had the help of my family members and myself. I worked a lot of different jobs, a lot of different um, jobs here in Atlanta. So I was able to, um, well, let me backtrack. First, I worked in corporate America, hated corporate America, um, decided to take a leap of faith. And I decided to do uh, freelance, um, freelance work for myself. By me doing freelance work, I ended up meeting a lot of different people that had connections when it came to business funding, business credit, um, how to properly set up a business structure, as well as the support of my family. Um, so combined with my savings and then support of my family, that's how I was able to fund my business. And uh, as for me, uh, kind of kind of the same thing. I pr primarily use my savings. And I can remember taking my income tax, about 90% of that, and said, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and it ended up being uh, rewarding. But if I knew now what I knew then, or didn't knew then what I know now, I'm sorry, 
uh, I would have definitely went the business credit route, like with Jerrica piggybacking off what she said. But it was a learning curve. But I would say my income taxes was the time for me to jump in. Yeah, very similar to um, the ladies. I also bootstrapped my company. So using personal savings. And um, I think if I were to give advice to other entrepreneurs kind of going into starting a business, I would also encourage crowdfunding, um, which is essentially raising capital. So reaching out and identifying like venture capitalists and understanding um, which venture venture capitalists are usually investing in certain companies and then pitch your business to them. Literally, there are people out here where that's their full-time job is to find new up-and-coming brands and to invest in them. Um, so aside from just using personal funding, I also leverage things like crowdfunding, as well as definitely relying on friends and family. Um, and if I were to give any advice, it would definitely be to um, encourage other entrepreneurs to seek venture capital. That's so interesting. And I, I don't know very much about that. So I'll definitely have to do some more research, but you're not the first person to tell me that. So that's good Good to know. Working on building up that personal savings right now too, which I know is so important. Um, all right, good stuff. Well, let's transition into a little bit of a different topic. How do you overcome imposter syndrome? Oh, this is a, oh my God. I feel like every entrepreneur, no matter where you're at in your process, have dealt with this. Um, so how do I deal with it? I meditate and I pray a lot. I'm extremely spiritual. So for me to be very connected to my spirit team, to my higher self, to God and my angels, that's what guides me and to keep me in track. Um, I would say my best advice for, uh, for any entrepreneur or for someone that's starting to, um, that want to take that leap of faith and get into entrepreneurship, definitely make sure that um, you surround yourself with good people and good energy mm -hmm. people as well. Make sure you cut off people that just isn't aligned with you and make sure that you take it easy on yourself. Because I know for me personally, um, I am my biggest critic. Like if I make one mistake, I'm just like, oh my God. So for me, that's something that's very important. Just really having grace with yourself and understand that it's a process and just stay connected and grounded. So that's my biggest advice that I can give anyone and I apply it to myself. Yeah. Sweet. Same here. Very spiritual. Ask God to guide me in everything I do. Always go to him first prior to making a big decision um, regarding my business. Uh, but I also look at my the other companies that are doing the same thing that I'm doing or selling the same products, not so much as competition, but an opportunity to learn from them. Yeah. Um, I'm always, social media has changed the way that we market. So I'm looking on there as well, you know, picking up on the trends so I can appeal to my target audience. But even with doing so, you still get down in the dumps if you, your yeah. sales are not where, where they are for that week. Or again, you see other companies that you just came in and, and now they're just seem like they had the overnight growth and you think to yourself, what am I doing wrong? So just keeping a positive attitude and again, surrounding yourself around those type of people who are going to encourage you and motivate you is important. And I, I totally agree with everything that has been said so far. If I could add anything, I would maybe just say um, just fully immerse yourself into your craft and study your craft 
and identify a passion in a lane where it's literally something you enjoy doing and it doesn't necessarily um, drain you of the energy that we get from like our spiritual sources and get from praying. Um, But once you really study your craft and just build up that confidence, it's kind of difficult for the imposter syndrome to set in because you just develop this trust in yourself and you're like, I understand this. And also just trusting your uniqueness and just um, for me, I have to remind myself that there might be others that are doing the same thing, but no one does one thing the exact same way. So just getting out there and like trusting yourself, like you have it and you deliver a service in a certain particular way that no one else can. And there's someone out there that's going to relate and resonate to the way you do things. Um, And just having that belief in yourself, but really just laying into studying your craft and just knowing your stuff. And I also want to um, say like, it's really important. It's okay for you to have those moments where you feel, because I mean, we're all human. It's okay for you to have those moments where you kind of just feel like, uh, am I on the right path or am I, you know, it's okay to have those feelings. Those are 100% normal. But just like the other ladies said, if you just have that confidence, continue to have that confidence and to know that, no matter if whatever industry that you're in, no matter what everybody else is doing, you are unique. The way you approach the situation is different. Like, you know, have a lot of trust and faith in yourself and just keep going. Just do not stop. I'm telling you, consistency is key. It's going to take you exactly where you need to go. For sure. So walk me through work-life balance. Does that exist anymore? Is that a real thing? It kind of sounds like it doesn't really happen anymore in entrepreneurship. I'd love to hear your guys' feedback. Well, my kids are adult age now, so I'm finally at home alone. And I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, because now I can work to midnight. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're always thinking about ways to revamp the business. business. So your mind, your wheels are constantly turning. I can wake up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and end up in front of my laptop, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to hurry up and write some ideas down before they leave me. Uh, So, yeah, I haven't still even now figured out the work-life balance because, you know, I'm always, like I said, trying to grow my business. But I do on the weekends, at least Sunday, I try to leave that open Mm -hmm. for, you know, again, to serve God, for friends, for family and things of that nature. So I'm not overexerting myself. Yeah. I will also just say work-life balance is hard, especially now that so many of us are working from home. Yes. (laughs) Um, So like all of our life is usually happening in one place. Like you're, you're living and you're just kind of waking up and kind of like going to the home office. So um, I think for me, the way I try to develop work-life balance is just creating um, time blocks And just kind of setting aside time for designated work, setting aside time for like, oh, I need to, you know, have brunch with the girls. I need to Mm -hmm. fit in some self-care. You know, it might be like a nail appointment, time slot, and just literally, (laughs) you know, putting it on the calendar just as I would an important meeting and just understanding that those things fill us up just as much and just reminding myself that like you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you do those things that like give you balance, you are more likely to show up whole and full for your company and for your clients and for your community. So I'm really just kind of like forcing myself to, to do it and not focus a hundred percent on the business. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm having the hardest time with work-life balance. I am strictly work, 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 24-7. Even if I'm going out to eat or getting my nails done, I'm constantly doing something on my phone, creating mm-hmm. content, replying back to customers, whatever it may be. Um, so I haven't found the balance yet. I'm, I'm searching <laughs> for it. Because sure. uh, I haven't even, it has actually affected like my dating life. I don't even, I don't even date. I'm not even like really interested in dating. Mm. I'm just so in like growing my bed because it's a baby you know growing it nurturing yeah i agree with the other ladies definitely you know make time but yeah do i don't mm -mm, i'm trying to figure it out now (laughs) i mean when you're growing your business everything seems like a distraction you know i I could i could be you know doing xyz for my business and although you know you do have to have time for self-care like you say even when i'm in the nail shop you know, he has one hand and I have the other hand, you know, like Jerrica said, I'm, we're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my good Lord. Well, it's nice to know that I, it seems like nobody really has it perfectly figured out. That gives me a lot of peace of mind knowing that I am human and that it's okay for me to, to struggle with that. So I appreciate the vulnerability and the authenticity there. That's pretty great. Okay, my next question. It sounds like each of you have pretty solid personal branding. You know who you are, you know what your business is, and you're very passionate about it. What does personal branding mean to you? Very good question. (laughs) I I know when I eat, sleep, breathe dynamic beauty. So anytime I leave the home, I try to represent my business and my company and my brand. whether it's my eyelash to my makeup, um, I'm always uh, working, you know, being a brand. So I use that opportunity. If somebody say, hey, nice lashes, that's an opportunity for me to give them a card or send them to my IG page or my website. Uh, so, you know, I always look at it as a talking point and be a walking billboard for my company. Mm. <laughs> Yep, likewise. Same here. Every time I'm out, I'll always have one. I really honestly wear my own brand. Like when it comes down to my t-shirts, jeans, anything that I make, everything is I'm a walking, like you said, a walking billboard. Everything is my brand, my brand, my brand. And also, um, my brand is me. So like I show up as myself. Um yeah. on- on social media, in person, when I do meet people, with my clients, I'm always me. And I always, um, you know, interact and just have my my audience, my clients, just as if they're, you know, my homegirls. Like, that's how yeah. it works, personal branding, because they feel a strong connection to me. So with them feeling a strong connection to me on a personal level, they feel a strong connection to me when it comes to, like, my products and services, um, yeah. merchandise. They're, they feel like, okay, well, this is my, this is like my homegirl, you know? So, yeah, yeah I definitely agree with her 100%. Yeah, um, I would also just say when I think of personal branding, I think of what most of us are known for, right? So when people interact with us, when they engage with us, what are we known for? And I know for me personally, it's really hard for me to have like a, not hard, but sometimes I find myself having a lot of conversations about business. And that's Mm -hmm. also how I knew that like, this was part of my path. This was part of my purpose because I genuinely love talking about business strategy. I mean, I could talk for hours about how to strategize a business, how to introduce it to a market and really how to create that brand. But when I also try to think about like taking my personal brand a little bit deeper, I think what impact do I want to make? Like when I meet people, when they encounter me, like 
what small change could I potentially make with this person or what kind of influence or impact can I have with them? And if I can do that consistently, but also being like authentic and true to myself, I think that's personal brand. And it's like a little aspirational, but it's, it's what I strive to. And that's what I would say too, for like all of um, my up and coming entrepreneurs or just getting started, it's really important to build a personal brand and not so much around the product. Cause people don't, because when I first started, I was just product, product, product. And I was noticing people were just like, okay, <laughs> you know, but when I yeah. started building a personal brand, building relationships, um, telling stories, people felt very connected to that, as well as my own personal personality, me being authentic, it just matches up with the brand. Yeah. Everything. So the connection from me so my brand and to my clients and um, customers, it just all flowed. Like it just all matched up. Yeah. And that's very, why it's so important to do something that you love. So you can talk about your brand and your mm-hmm. passion. And it's not like you're selling because, you know, telling isn't selling. Nobody wants to just hear a pitch yeah. on, you know, they want to feel right. like it's So yeah, I, I do that as well. Well, my last question before we wrap up, if you had one piece of advice to give to our listeners and viewers here at Voyage, what would you share? Keep going. Uh, Don't stop. You're not going to always have a good day or week. And again, like I said earlier, you can't get sucked in by what the next brand or the company is uh, doing or how fast they're growing and related Mm -hmm. to your business. Um, just keep going, never give up. It's like a baby, like Jerica said, it's like a baby. You have to nurse it. You have to pour into it. You know, you have to lead it. And, yeah. um, you know, once those things, you know, are in line and it may take a while, nothing happens overnight. Right. Uh, nothing worth having, you know, comes easy. And that's so important when it comes to business. It's not any different when you're doing business. Yeah. I think any... What one piece of advice I would give to young entrepreneurs is just feel comfortable with exploring, like be okay with exploring the possibilities for your business and for your brand at the beginning and do the do the research so that you fully understand like how you want to enter a market and understand that it's okay if you change your mind too, um, because you can still be successful with the third idea or the fourth idea. And I think that just ties into just continuing to push forward and to mm-hmm. keep going because most entrepreneurs, most successful entrepreneurs, um, they can tell you about a number of what some might call failed opportunities or failed businesses, but actually those are just lessons you're learning along the way. So yeah. explore and find your niche, find your your area where you just fit comfortably and you feel good about it um and then take that to the end and don't stop (laughs) to piggyback off of both of the ladies um i would say the number one advice that i would give anyone that started anything is to have confidence in yourself so to understand to have confidence in yourself and to understand the mindset that you must have when you step into entrepreneurship like look try to look at things in a way of a stepping stone instead of a failure so I know for me when I first started even now I still have moments where I'm like oh my god I just you know it just went south like I look at those situations as um, not something that I'm like a horrible business woman or oh my god it's in the world I look at it as a stepping stone for me to reevaluate and for me to take that lesson and make it into a blessing okay how can I apply this and um 
you know, just look at things a little bit different. So definitely have grace with yourself. Have so much grace with yourself. Have a lot of confidence. I'm talking about confidence through the roof. Yes. Right. To, to to ask anyone for help never be afraid to put yourself out there get your business cards get whatever you need to get but if you believe in yourself that's all that matters you don't need anyone else to validate you um, yeah. that would be the number one that was my number one advice that I can give you is to have confidence and to look at things change your mindset and your perception and to look at everything as a stepping stone and a learning process and to have grace with yourself you'll, you'll do amazing tell me I love that I think we all need to give ourselves more grace no matter how far along you are in your entrepreneurship journey you could be you know a ceo of a fortune 500 company and you still probably need to give yourself some more grace so that's definitely something i'm learning in this season of my life as well thank you all so much for meeting with me this was so great i appreciated all of your wisdom and insight and i'm so excited to see what 2023 has in store for each of you yes thank you so thank much you. yes <laughs> Thanks, everyone.